Hi, ladies. I wanted to take a moment to thank you for listening and for the positive feedback that I have received so far. I really want this podcast to be a success. So I am asking you to help me out. Please share my link on your social network platforms and subscribe and write a review on whichever podcast platform that you listen to me on. I'm going to provide you with an incentive for the next month. For those of you who write a review and share my link on your social media by February 28th, 2021, I will enter you into a drawing for your choice of one of the journals from my website, uniqueblackgifts.com. There will be five winners. Make sure to tag Flipping the Script on your social media or Take a screenshot and post it on my Instagram or Facebook page. You will receive an entry for each post you make. So the more you post, the more likely you will win. Thank you in advance for your participation. Your support means so much to me. Welcome to Flipping the Script, a podcast for women of color by women of color helping you to not just navigate your way through change, but to embrace it. I am your host, Michelle Words. Today we have Lisa Rogers Cherry Esquire. Although Lisa is a financial counseling and community economic empowerment expert, today she is speaking with us about the importance of journaling and how it can help you to realize, navigate, and measure change. Let's get to it. I am not where you want to be. Trying to navigate life, but it's hard to see. Yeah. I am struggling to make a change. We're coming to me now is the perfect chance. With flipping the script, so you'll find your way. To help you embrace any trials you face. With flipping the script, conquer every day. Lisa Rogers Cherry is a native of South Florida. She graduated from South Broward High School in Hollywood, Florida, Spelman College in Atlanta, Georgia, with a BA in English with honors, and received a Juris Doctor degree from the University of Florida College of Law in Gainesville, Florida. Lisa Rogers Cherry began credit counseling in 1997 when she became the executive director of New Visions Community Development Corporation in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. While at New Visions CDC, Lisa assisted more than 1,000 families to become first-time homebuyers. Lisa is well-known and respected in the housing, credit counseling, and community development industries throughout South Florida. Lisa has always enjoyed helping others. She strongly believes that she is blessed to be a blessing. As the only child of a single mother, she learned early about saving, sacrificing, and budgeting. She has willingly given advice to many and has provided credit counseling to more than 3,000 people. She is often called upon for motivational speaking engagements and to conduct workshops and seminars related to financial empowerment, coping with credit issues, 
Becoming Debt-Free, and How to Start a Community Development Corporation. Lisa is currently the president and CEO of Red Pen Press, the chief of staff at St. Ruth Missionary Baptist Church, as well as the director of development for the Collective Empowerment Group. Lisa is member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated and the National Alumni Association of Spelman College. Lisa has received numerous awards, including the Corporate Service Mother of the Year by Mother and Daughter Magazine, and she was selected by Success South Florida Magazine as one of the most influential Blacks under 40. She's a columnist for the Florida Courier newspaper. She has been featured on many Black radio talk shows and writes financial tips for bloggingblackmiami.com. Her first book is Lifting the Burden of Debt, a helpful guide to getting your debts paid and your life back on track. She also has written Lifting the Burdens of Debt Workbook for the soon-to-be debt-free. She has contributed to other books, including My Soul Looks Back and Wonders, How Faith Pulled Me Through, which was published by Omari Chronicles Publishing, Incorporated, and The Champion Woman by Reverend Vernon Shazier. Lisa, welcome to Flipping the Script. Thank you, Michelle. I'm glad to be here. We are glad to have you. And although you are a financial advising expert, today we wanted to talk about something that you also are very knowledgeable about, and that is journaling. And I wanted to have this topic early in the year because although any time is a good time to start journaling, seems that people maybe start to do that at the beginning of the year. Do you find that to be true? Yes. And Michelle, I've been journaling for years, although I think my passion is finances. My other passion is journaling. I've started writing in a diary when I was in sixth grade. I remember walking home, dropping my book bag, getting a snack and grabbing my diary every single day. Being an only child, my diary was like my best friend. It was my place of escape. I would share my thoughts, my dreams, and my fears every single day. Wow. So since the sixth grade. (laughs) From then until now, I had diaries, notepads, composition books, and now into journaling because I, I believe that having a journal is a perfect way to express yourself in one place. Michelle, I will write on anything, a piece of paper, a sticky pad, a notebook, you know, anything. I'm a writer. So (laughs) for me, I think it's important to have all your ideas in one place because sometimes you're like, okay, I remember this quote that I had and I want to use it today for this podcast. And then it's on this piece of paper and you don't know where it is. But if you have your journaling notebooks, you can go right to your notebook and say, ha, let me flip through This was maybe a few months ago or a year or two ago, and you can flip through. It's right there in front of you. So I I believe in journaling, you know, having one notebook or several notebooks, but you know exactly where to go. You're not looking for a piece of paper or a notepad or trying to remember where you wrote a particular item or thought. Very good idea. So in your journaling, then, do you think it's a good idea to have topic-specific journals or one journal? Me? I've had journals for years. So I have 
journals with different themes. I have one for church, one for motivational thoughts, one for thoughts and goals, one for special scriptures, one for seminars and podcasts, because now there's so many different seminars and workshops, free things that you can learn online. So I keep all of that information in one notebook so I know where to go, where to look if I need some information or need an idea or If I'm giving somebody some advice, I know where to look. I mean, I definitely believe in having more than one, but keeping it all in a journal. Okay. Now, do you have some sort of a system in your journal, some sort of way that you tab or anything like that, a process that you use? Yes. You know the little tabs that they use? Some people call them sign here tabs. I'll use those and write a little note, or sometimes I'll write a date or a specific topic so that I know I can go back later to get, you know, to that specific idea, if it's a scripture or a thought or a specific topic of a quote that I may need for something else. That helps organized, you know, because I have at least right now six different journals (laughs) that I use, you know, for different things. I have one for, you know, meetings that I go attend and, and make notes, different things, assignments that I have to keep up with. That way I stay organized. That is an organizational system, I tell you. That's a good thing. Because <laughs> then if there's a topic that you want to refer back to, then you know which journal to go to instead of flipping through just one. Absolutely. And I keep them right on my bookshelf so I can go right to them when I need them. Good. So now, how do you think that the process of journaling helps you then as far as making your planning and things like that or creating your future plans, I guess I should say? Journaling for me helps me with setting goals. At the end of every year, I try to come up with goals for the next year. So November, December, I start thinking about, okay, what are my goals for the next year? What do I want to achieve? How much money do I want to save? What trips do I want to take? What things do I want to accomplish? I write all that down. And by January, I'm ready to go. Do you actually do your budget in the journal or do you do something separately like a spreadsheet online? I do a a separate thing in my book. I talk about budgeting (laughs) and I teach people how to budget. So I, I print out a sheet at the beginning of the year, do my budget and I check it quarterly and I put my budget up on my refrigerator, Michelle, so that I can look at it. And some people use their journal for financial plans and goals So they have their budget in their journal, actually. So you can do it, you know, whatever way works for you. You may want to keep it private if you live with other people or if you share Mm -hmm. a room, you know, have a roommate or whatever. You don't want everybody Mm -hmm. in your business. But, you know, here it's my house, so I can put my budget up on the refrigerator. But some people put it in their journals and then they can document where they saved, what they need to cut, you know, what things they want to buy, what things they can track, what they've spent. All these different things you can keep in your journal. That way you know where you are. And then if you need to change something, you have it right there. You're not guessing, okay, how much did I spend? Or how much did I say I was going to spend? How much do I need to save? Reach a goal. If I want to go on a trip in January next year, you know, abroad, hopefully the pandemic is gone. I'm going to start saving. I want to save $200 a month to pay for my trip. That way it's not a big expense by the time trip comes. Right, right. So helping with financial planning. Mm -hmm. And then also, I actually had this conversation with a previous guest, Lioness, if you listen to that uh, conversation I had with her. 
And her thing is about having bucket lists and actually having a written bucket list. Absolutely. And so, yeah, the journal is something that you can use for that. And so, you know, this podcast is about encouraging women to embrace change. Mm -hmm. So how can the journaling process help with that? Michelle, I do what's called a wild ideas list. It's like if money were no object, if the sky was the limit, if I could do anything every so often, I do what you're calling a bucket list, but I call it my wild ideas list. I mean, if if I could take my kids anywhere, if I could take my mom anywhere, you know, what would I do if I could just what? are my craziest things if I could just close my eyes, rub the genie and have three wishes, (laughs) what would those things be? And I write those things down and a few of them have actually happened. I mean, I believe in God, you know, my faith is strong. So I pray and believe that nothing is impossible. As a matter of fact, I have six different journals that I've created during the pandemic. And one of the themes for one of my journals on the cover is nothing is impossible. Michelle, one of the things that I think is important is having like daily affirmations. Some of my new journaling friends, I'll call them, have started and they said, Lisa, what do you do? How do I get started? What should I be writing? And I tell them every morning for 15 minutes, write what you're grateful for, write things that make you smile. I mean, Michelle, you can write about almost anything what, what was the happiest day of your life? What made you happy? Who was there? What made it super special? And then write about your worst day. And you know what? I mean, different people use different methods. I have a friend who writes to her mom who's deceased in her journal. It's like a letter mm-hmm. day or whenever to her mom about what's going on or, you know, what advice she wants to ask her mom about. She writes it down. So I think that that's you know, a few things that you can do to start journaling. If you haven't started, I think it's a wonderful escape. I want, I think it's a way to relax and unwind and get lost in your thoughts. Right. So you suggest it as for a new beginner to just block off 15 minutes a day mm-hmm. then and just write? Yes. And it, before you know it, that 15 minutes will be gone. If, if you set your timer, 15 minutes will come and go quickly. Once you get started, I mean, if you're listing different things you want to try, recipes you might want to try. What would you tell your 18-year-old self? I mean, you could write about anything. What happened at work today? Who made you mad? Or who did something special? When you were in the grocery store, did you see anybody who looked interesting? I mean, some of my single friends are always looking and, you know, trying to find out where to meet the next nice guy. Mm-hmm. Places like the that you could shop the big box home improvement stores are a great place. Did you see anybody interesting? You know, did you meet anybody interesting today? Did you do anything nice for anybody today? You can write about anything, Michelle. Wow. Okay, so what else would you suggest? I suggest that I love having an accountability partner. I mean, that that works for me in case I get lazy or get distracted. And I always say, you know, I, I don't watch as much TV as, as a lot of my friends Instead of, you know, watching TV, I'll sit and write and it can be a rainy day or a sunny day or I can go sit by the water. I'm in Florida, so I'm 10 minutes from the beach. If I go out to the beach, I can write all day. I mean, just sit there and get lost in my thoughts, listening to the waves roll in, just watching people walk by, watching children playing. 
there's no limit. You just start looking around and start writing. That sounds ideal to me. Although, you know, if I sit there and I start listening to the waves, the next thing I know, I'm in a trance, really, <laughs> which is like sleep. <laughs> but that's okay. You, while you're in a trance, whatever you're thinking about, write it down. While you're in that state of relaxation, I mean, it may be a guy, it may be what you're planning to have for dinner. I mean, whatever you're feeling or thinking, an old movie, an old thought from college or your favorite movie, it could be anything. I mean, I, I write, I'll start looking out the window here in my house, looking at the pool and we have geckos, like the big lizards. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'd, I'd say, okay, what if when I was born, I was this gecko, what would I do? What would be my things to do today? You know, floor. <laughs> and you, you, you become that. And a lot of people do that. Writers, I guess, transform themselves into other characters. I mean, you see it on different stories, bylines. They can become anything. So that is true. when you start journaling, a few of my friends are in the process of writing books. You know, they've always wanted to write. And they were like, I don't know how to get started. I said, pick up a journal and make an outline. So one of my friends called me last week and said he'd already started. You know, he has written halfway through his journal, you know, just some ideas, just outlining some ideas. So I'm like, yay, just give me my credit and send me my- Your royalties. (laughs) Yes, yes. So that's actually was another question is, for you, how has- journaling changed or influenced your path and how you think it can help change others' path? I think journaling for me has always been a release. I mean, it helps me take control of my emotions. And this pandemic has been so difficult for a lot of people. A lot of people are struggling and having a hard time. And I was reading an article a few months back about children and how they're coping or not coping with the pandemic. So guess what I did? I gave my 16-year-old son one of my journals, a free journal. I mean, because I I sell journals. So I gave him one, wrote a little note to him and asked him to start documenting how he's feeling every day. Mm. I mean, he's doing online school. So he's away from his friends. He's a musician. So he's in band. I mean, he misses his friends. He can't do the things, I mean, marching band season, they couldn't do the things that they normally do. They couldn't go on the trips that they go on. Jazz band, they have so many concerts, they go to Chicago every year. How does it feel not being able to do that? And how did you feel last year when you were able to do it? So it's a release. So I know as an adult, it helps me control my emotions. I don't know what he's thinking, you know, my son, how his mind is working because he's kind of quiet. So I've asked him to write. So every day I said, did you write? He's like, yep, I, I wrote, you know, for 30 minutes. I, you know, I did it today. And, and some days he'll say, mom, I wrote in my journal. And some days I'm sure he's like blowing me off, but. <laughs> <laughs> and, and That's great. It, it, it helps. I believe, honestly believe it helps. I mean, and who think, who would think a 16 year old boy would journal? He wouldn't have normally thought to do that. But now that we're in a pandemic, we're in the house. It gives him something else to do. It's another, you know, assignment for his mind to occupy his mind, to help him to relax and unwind. And Michelle, he writes music. So he has started writing some lyrics. He started writing some some music, actual the notes in his journal. So who knows by the end of this pandemic, we may have some 
new music coming out of this house, you know? That's right. That's right. Yeah, I know that you have your line of journals. And then I actually have some journals on Unique Black Gifts this month as well. And one of them is my first journal for children to get them to start journaling early. And I like the tie-in that you have there now because of the pandemic, and it is impacting children Mm -hmm. significantly. And so this is one way that to have them channel some of that energy and emotions and thoughts that they have right now into something that can be productive for them and that they can continue to do throughout Definitely. My daughter is 20 now. She has like the most vivid dreams. She dreams in color. And the way she describes her dreams, sometimes it's like, this is a movie. So what I did for her, I gave her a journal and she will wake up and write down her dreams. And, you know, because sometimes she's like, oh my God, I forgot. I can remember. Or something will trigger it in the middle of the day. So she keeps her journal now on her nightstand. So if she wakes up, when she wakes up, the first thing she does is write down her dreams. I don't even remember my dreams half the time, but she dreams so vividly that she can write them down. And some of them are like stories. So I'm like, hey, this may be a book later for you. Exactly. Or definitely at least a good memory later on. And then she she tries to interpret them, you know, to understand what her dreams mean. That's a whole nother ballgame. But I definitely believe in journaling. I believe in getting the children involved. I mean, I don't think it's too early, ever too early. Because like I said, we all had diaries. I was in elementary school and I remember sixth grade because I walked home that every day. That was my pattern. You know, I was a latchkey kid. And I'd go home and, you know, get a snack and sit there and write. And before I knew it, my mom was home. Ah, yeah. Yep. It kept you company. So now tell us more about your journals. During the pandemic, I was journaling. And one of my friends said, you're always writing something. And I said, you know what? I'm going to send you a journal. So I ordered her a journal online. And I said, you know what? I'm going to make my own. So I have six Lisa's Little Journals in six different colors with themes The red one is trust the process. Yellow is let your little light shine. Blue is undaunted. Green is dream big. The maroon one is true forever. And the black one has nothing is impossible. Each one of these themes is embedded on the cover of the journal. So it's just a little reminder that there's nothing that you can't do with the help of God. You know, that you can write, you can become, you can express yourself, you can just exhale, Michelle, in, during this time. And a lot of people have bought them. A lot of people are saying that they've helped tremendously during this process, that they've you know, been able to open up and to just write down some painful experiences you know, that they've witnessed. I mean, I have a friend who's a doctor and you know, she, she can't share exactly what's going on, but she says she's seen some of the most horrific things during this pandemic writing by writing it frees her mind to move on to the next day you know she can get something motivational and she writes it down you know and i post motivational quotes i do you know financial tip fridays on my instagram and facebook i'm always posting something motivational because so many people are hurting and they need that next little lift and if i can encourage somebody along the way i believe that's my gift you know one of the things people ask me is what do you think your purpose is? And one of my true purposes, I believe, is to encourage people and to pray for people. And whatever I can do to encourage somebody, you know, to lift somebody's spirit, 
to, to make somebody smile, I feel like I've done my job for the day. That's right. Absolutely. So now tell us then where we can find your journals. Yay. You can get my journal on my website. It's www.lisarogerscherry.com. Rogers, no D. Lisa, L-I-S-A, Rogers, R-O-G-E-R-S, cherry, like the fruit, C-H-E-R-R-Y.com. And I'll be happy to talk, you know, people through, you know, send notes, whatever I need to do to help them in the process. When I send out the journals, it has a little information note inside that tells you what to do and how to get started. So I'm excited. A lot of people are starting to write, express themselves. And I think this is a little gift that keeps on giving. Excellent. Now, what about social media? If somebody wanted to reach out to you, what would be the best way? Facebook every day or Instagram. My Facebook is Lisa Rogers Cherry and Instagram also Lisa Rogers Cherry. And I have a Facebook page, business page, Lisa Rogers Cherry Writes. Excellent. Okay. And then journals also can be found at Unique Black Gifts. I had the journals for the month of January, and I actually think they're so important to keep. I'm going to keep them on the website through the month of February as well some other options for our listeners as well. But Lisa, I look forward to having you back so that you can speak with us some more about the financial planning aspects of what you do. Sure. Because that's a large part also of people being able to flip their script. You have to have your finances in order. Most definitely. And that's one of the biggest stressors finances, you know, and normally, especially now, Michelle, during the pandemic, people have been unemployed and underemployed. People are trying to find out, you know, where to go, what to do until that next stimulus check. Some people don't have a whole lot of options. And that's one thing I've tried to do. And I just did a financial tip this past week. What do you do during the pandemic? So I'd love to come back and talk to you about finances. Thank you for having me, Michelle. Thank you for being here. But one other thing, Lisa, if they want to hear your financial tip Fridays, then how can they listen in on those they can, then? They can go to in the my meantime. Facebook page, Lisa Rogers Cherry Writes. My Instagram and Facebook also have them, Lisa Rogers Cherry. And check out my financial tip Fridays. Yay. Perfect. Okay, great. Thank you so You're much, You're welcome. Lisa. Thank you for having me. And be blessed, Michelle. You too. Thank you for listening to this episode of Flipping the Script. If you like what you have heard, please make sure to subscribe to get notified of future episodes. Also, I would appreciate it if you would write a review and share with your friends. And I want to hear from you. Feel free to drop me a line and let me know what you thought about this week's episode or to suggest any future topics that you would like for me to explore. Or you can just stop by and say hello. You can reach me at flippingthescript.com or on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Flipping the Script. Want to continue the discussion? I also have a private group for ladies only on Facebook. I look forward to hearing from you. Bye for now. With flipping the script, so you'll find your way to help you embrace it.